Hello, everybody. Welcome back to What a Week. As always, I'm your host, Nick Gatlin. This episode is coming out on Tuesday, November 17th. Let's get into the news. Mayor Ted Wheeler on Monday urged Portlanders to patronize their favorite local restaurants in the coming weeks as a new round of coronavirus restrictions threatened to further harm the city's ailing food industry. Quote, it is core to the city. It is core to our brand, Wheeler said during a virtual press conference held on Zoom. If we want them to be there on the other side of the COVID crisis, we've got to support them now, he said. Beginning Wednesday, all bars and restaurants will be limited to takeout only under a statewide freeze announced by Governor Kate Brown that aims to slow the dramatic increase in coronavirus infections and hospitalizations across Oregon. The new restrictions, which are expected to last at least four weeks in Multnomah County, come at a precarious time for Portland bars and restaurants that have so far managed to survive, the mayor said. Many have already gone out of business, some after years or decades in operation. One example, popular breakfast spot Bridges Cafe on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard in Irvington served its last meals Sunday after 18 years. In state news, the Oregon Health Authority on Monday announced 781 new suspected or confirmed coronavirus cases and four new deaths linked to COVID-19. The state also reported 347 people were hospitalized with the disease, a dramatic jump of almost 40 people since Friday, and the highest number of hospitalizations since the pandemic began. While no hospitals in Oregon have reported reaching capacity, healthcare leaders from around the state said the upward trend is troubling and some began canceling elective procedures last week to free up space in anticipation of a new surge of cases. Oregon is now averaging 927 cases a day over the past week. The number of cases reported on Mondays is typically low, with this week's figure up 8% from last Monday. In national news, the drug maker Moderna announced on Monday that its coronavirus vaccine was 94.5% effective, joining Pfizer as a frontrunner in the global race to contain a raging pandemic that has killed 1.2 million people worldwide. Both companies plan to apply within weeks to the Food and Drug Administration for emergency authorization to begin vaccinating the public. Officials said that the companies could produce enough vaccine for a little more than 20 million people in the U.S. by sometime in December, with the first doses going to people with the highest risk, like healthcare workers, emergency medical workers, and frail residents of nursing homes. But a vaccine that would be widely available to the public is still months away, while the need for one is becoming increasingly urgent. The pandemic has infected more than 53 million people around the world so far. U.S. cases are soaring, setting records every day. There have been more than 11 million cases and 246,000 deaths. COVID-19 is killing more than 1,100 Americans a day, and the last million cases occurred in just six days. Finally, in international news, less than one week after assuming the office of the presidency, Manuel Marino has stepped down as interim president of Peru. Peru's Congress has elected legislator Francisco Sagasti as the country's interim president, Reuters reports. Sagasti, a member of the centrist Morado Party, will serve as Peru's president until the nation's elections in April 2021. He received 97 votes in favor and 26 against. Sagasti will be the country's third president in a week. The move caps a week of political turmoil that has embroiled the country since former President Martin Vizcarra was removed by legislators on November 9th. Marino, who was head of Congress, took his place the next day and faced immediate opposition from Peruvians who refused to recognize his authority. That's all the news for this week. This has been What a Week. Have a great day, everyone.